You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Uh, it is The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio in the afterglow of a Flames 4-3 overtime victory over Johnny Goudreau in the Columbus Blue Jackets last I like night. it more when you do the voice. The Jerry Howard voice? Please. In the afterglow. Yes, sir. And there she goes. Everyone's got a Jerry Howarth. I almost built up enough courage to ask him to do my voicemail oh, on my phone. Close. Yeah. Almost. He's a little man, Jerry Howarth. I believe that. But a big voice. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Legendary. It's it's not like a low tenor, though. Yeah, like he he sounds exactly... You talk to him, he doesn't like put on like that. No, his voice is... I, That's when Jerry pe- Howard. People have radio voices, I, and yeah. it drives me nuts. Yeah, I was doing a Jays game one afternoon, and uh, I grabbed this clip. I, I'm not. I don't know if we can play it. It's 48 seconds long, but it's Jerry Howard explaining how MC Hammer became Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I'm in. My favorite. Uh, we interviewed Jerry Howard when I did the morning show in that other city that nobody likes to talk about here, and this is when Jose Edmonton? Reyes was still the shortstop for the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Jose Reyes plays too much. Jose Reyes plays too much street ball. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess he doesn't like Jose Reyes, who's a piece of garbage human being anyway. Yeah, sure. But it's like he plays too much street ball. <laughs> it's like, that? okay, what and is, we started laughing, like, because he just didn't like him. He was too yeah. flashy. Yeah, sure. He was the guy, you know, making all the faces in the dugout. Yeah, the 2013 team when everyone was like so excited and they mm-hmm. fell flat on their face, chirping everybody. And yeah, all after that all jazz. the big move, the big deal with the Marlins. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bottom of the hour. Uh, Nick Caprios, co-host, a real kipper in Bourne. Former NHLer um, Kevin Woodley in Gold Magazine at 8 o'clock on the Canucks. And uh, Lou, Peter Labardius, 8.30. Uh, your chance to win Nickelback tickets for June 25th down at the Dome. We got a pair. We got, we're giving them away all week. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it now. If you want to call in, too, usually you got an inside track at the tickets, 403 240 4444 403-240-4444. Johnny Goudreau missing the net on that penalty shot was better than blank. Do you have one for us? I I could recycle the one from earlier, which was sure. just whenever you stripe one of those drives off the first tee box, perhaps. Yeah. And it makes that sound that just echoes throughout the entire course. Yeah. And you're able to go and find it in the middle of the fairway. Perfect look at the green next. Chef's kiss. And that miss was better than that? Yeah, oh yeah. Really? It was rewarding. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, our Sportsnet 960 the fan uh text reading robot, Texty McTexterson. He's lubed up, he's oiled up. Could you what? No, go ahead. He's ready to read your text messages. Uh producer Patrick Damal, is Texty ready? He's ready. All right, let's hear one right now. Brent in High River, better than a lap dance when the stripper is crying. Like Brent, like why is she like, crying? Like, do you why? <laughs> why is she crying? Like, uh, bro. Like Brent, you take joy what? in that? What? Come no. on, man. <laughs> Where's Brent from? High River. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> next, next, next. Bernard in Calgary, okay. better than a pie to the face of Bill Gates. <laughs> what? Okay. 
Why does that make you feel good? Mike in the fail. Johnny Goudreau missing that penalty shot is better than an invite from a creepy voice for free cabbage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. That's, that's good. pretty good. Um, no, the <laughs> <laughs> uh, 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. Let's get to the phone lines here, too. Let's mix in a call here. Again, you always have a better chance to win tickets if you take the time to call in. Mm-hmm. Into the show because it takes some stones. Yeah, to call in. Uh, let's get to Tammy here. Um, Tammy, good morning. Um, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? What what what's your, what are you up to this morning, Tammy? I just got back from the gym. Oh wow. Okay. What were you doing at the gym? Elliptical, oh. treadmill, banging the weights. What were you doing? Treadmill, uh, weights, rowing machine. Look Rock. at you having Rock. a little bit of fun. Right yeah, after it, Tammy. Good let's for go. you. Good for you. <laughs> Hey. Um, I'm going to take like a four-hour nap after the show, if that uh, <laughs> if, if that's just as impressive. Um, I'm probably going to take a nap, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Um, Johnny Goudreau missing that penalty shot last night, Tammy, was better than what? Did she drop, Tammy? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm Are here. you thinking about it? or? Oh, I, you cut out there. Well, to me, it was better than when your mother-in-law is over for dinner. And she's just finally left. Okay. <laughs> Get in your pajamas now. Woo! All right. <laughs> Hang on the line. All right. I like it. Better than when your mother-in-law leaves after dinner. See you later. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. That was a great visit. All 15 minutes of it. Far yep. too long for me, though. See you later. See you later. Thanks for coming. 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. Texty. Oh, Texty. What else you got for us? Wedley in Bridalwood, Johnny missing the net, was better than DJ Powerplay missing his shot at picking up the ladies at the Taz nightclub. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very inside joke for Sportsnet 960. Wedley's a P1. Wedley, yeah, Wedley's a <laughs> hardcore listener. We appreciate him. He likes to mention DJ Powerplay a lot. Big fan. Yeah. And also loves to mention Pat's lack thereof in the ability to pull. Like why? Okay, why do you have to say it that way? I'm uh, sure Pat. I'm sure Pat did well or does well. Yeah, sure. The, yeah. Like why do you have that face? Sure. Uh huh. Like why are you besmirching I, I'm the not, name of Pat? Wedley texted it in. I'm just saying. He's the one who he said pulled. it. I, he he could pull if he wanted to. You know, Pat Steinberg. You know he could pull down is the old tricep. He's dips a, at the gym. He's a legend in this city. Yeah, people no. know who Pat Steinberg is. <laughs> you and I are no. Well, I'm a nobody, but you're the you're the child of Calgary, so people know you too. You're the son of Calgary. Pat was wearing one of his shirts on uh, Saturday's game, where the biceps are just really tight. Oh my! That's goodness. what I mean. It's and you're saying he couldn't. Come on, stop no. it. Uh, didn't. Let's get to Kyle here on the old phone line. Because, again, this is what we talk about. You call in, you got a better chance to win Nickelback tickets for June 25th down at the Dome. Kyle, good morning. How are you? Hey, Hello. Kyle, are you there? It's Carl. Oh, it's, it's Carl. Carl. Oh, okay. Sorry, Carl. Carl, what's oh, going on? Okay. Uh, just listening to you, having a good time. I was just thinking that uh, Johnny missing that uh, shot is better than getting a far exceeds on your performance review. Okay. Mm. Thanks, Carl. Wow. Hang on a line. Exceeds expectations. Never heard of it. Okay. 
on your performance review. That that's very, I that's positive. Yeah, must feel good. Must feel good. Um, I would assume. Let's get another one from Texty here on the text line. Tyler in Turner Valley, Johnny Goudreau missing the penalty shot is better in finding a pair of white sunglasses on sale while on the way to the Nickelback concert. <laughs> <laughs> I know That's the exact good. ones he's talking about. Oh, pretty yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. White Oakleys. They got the big rectangular lenses yeah. in them. I think they're yeah. like gas cans or something. <laughs> so, uh, the yeah. thick rim. Yeah. Again... You don't want to... It's pandering a little bit. It is a little bit. I like it. I like when people pander. Yeah. Like, again, we're we're very small, petty individuals, so I like that. 100%. That was pretty good. That's a good one. I like that. Um, 403-240-4444. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines here, too. Um, your chance to win Nickelback tickets. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Uh, let's get to Jay. Jay, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Where are you calling from? Uh, from Lethbridge. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Leth Vegas, George. That's oh, what they I like call that. it out there. A lot of cities in Canada do that too. <laughs> it's Bell Vegas and Belleville. Like we, I've heard it a lot too. Is it close to Vegas, Belleville? Neither are close. No, <laughs> neither are close. Uh, Jay, that missed penalty shot by Johnny Goudreau was better than what? Better than the surprise you get when your finger rips through the toilet paper. All right, Jay, hang on the line. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't consider that a surprise. <laughs> I wouldn't consider that a surprise. A shock. Not a fun surprise. Yeah, but like. Buy better toilet paper? It was certainly. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's better than that. Yeah. Like, I'll are bet. you at like some sort of sporting event or a restaurant <laughs> where they have single ply? What are you in? <laughs> Gas station bathroom? Yeah, that's what I mean. What are you at? The Hortons? <laughs> hey, don't. Don't say sp- they might sponsor a show one day. Why don't we get the knockoff to sponsor a show? Yeah, well, what, what were, again, what were that's they called my, again? Yeah, Jim Thorns is my is my idea. All right, let's get to one more call here, Kevin. Kevin, good morning. How are you? Good yourself. Good. So let me tee it up for you, Kevin. Johnny Goudreau missing that penalty shot last night was better than what? Getting divorced and three months later winning the lottery. Get out of here. No, it didn't happen to me, but. Oh. I, you know, always dreamt about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hang on the line, Kevin. Ooh, I like that one. I wonder if he dreamt more about the first part or the second part. Yeah, I like that one. Getting divorced and then winning the lottery three months later. That would be super sweet. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd feel like a bit of a winner. Yeah. For sure. Then you wouldn't have to split it with her either because you've already got divorced. That's a great point by that you. Is, yeah, that is this, an incredible point. Yes. Um, so far, I would say with the callers, I would say Kevin's the clubhouse leader. Kevin's the John Rahm of the callers right now. The Brooke Henderson yeah. of the callers right now. The last five rounds have been yeah. something to talk about. Um, let's get to Texty McTexterson here, too. Uh, what do you got for us, Texty? Steve and Airdrie. Johnny missing the net is better than a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in. <laughs> pandering again. <laughs> again, pandering to the Nickelback thing. Or in the bathroom I can play baseball in. Okay. Um, that's not bad. The The Oakley white sunglasses thing is pretty good still. Yeah, that's very how many good. More, how many more does Texty have for us here, I Patrick? got three more in the in the machine here. All right, let, let's rapid fire them here. Let's go. Joel from Claire's home. 
Johnny missing the net was better than Yukon Cornelius surviving the fall with the abominable snowman. <laughs> I like referencing something earlier on in the show. Ryan in Mackenzie Town, Johnny's missed penalty shot was better than going to an event and then finding out once you've arrived it's got an open bar. Oh, yes, sir. Okay, I like that too. Although, if you didn't do your research beforehand, mm. like, who goes to a well? You go to an event, bar? you find out there's an open bar, then you know you have to leave your car. Yeah, because things are going to get out of hand. You go to a to a and you find out it's a full cost bar, yeah. and you realize you're not going to be there for long. All right, let's get one more. It's Greg from Cranston. The miss was sweeter than increasing my RAM by an extra 32 gigabytes with an upgraded graphics card. Robot. Okay, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. I don't know. This one's it's tough. Very dumb. Can I hear I'm the white so Oakley uh, glasses one again, oh, Patrick? Which was the oh, okay, this was guy. I don't know. Sorry. Tyler in Turner Valley. Johnny Goudreau missing the penalty shot is better in finding a pair of white sunglasses on sale while on the way to the Nickelback concert. Hmm. I think it's between that one and Kevin on the phone. What do you think? I would agree. Both very good. I got to go phone today. Okay, put Kevin on the line. Kevin. Hey. Hey, you got any plans June 25th? Yeah. What What are you doing? Uh, I'm hoping I'm going to go see Nickelback. See, you're supposed to say, no, I don't, because now I feel like I don't want to give you the tickets after what you just said. (laughs) All right, you're going to Nickelback, Uh, Kevin. All right, congratulations. Congratulations. Hang on the line, Kevin. You're going to see Nickelback June 25th. But you have to promise me something, okay? Can you promise me something? Sure. I have to find some Oakleys. White Oakleys to wear. White Oakleys. And make sure they wrap around your face. Uh, Well, how about ski goggles? They work, too. Mm, No, White Oakleys. White Oakleys. Thanks, Kevin. Hang on the line. Congratulations. Just going to see Nickelback. Thanks. Okay. Really excited. Um, A lot of texts coming in. Again... We gave we gave the tickets yesterday to the text line, mm-hmm. and we got a caller again. You always have the inside track if you call in if you take time. They were both very good, very good. I I, I liked a lot and of these. Listen, the text line came to play today, and and I would like to get to more of these as the show continues. Good job, you guys. Yeah, I think I think we we whoa, um, Will and Strathmore, uh, revenge sex with your ex. Okay, oh, okay. Uh, whoa, all right, Will. Hmm. That kind of felt like if Johnny Goudreau would have scored last night, that's what kind of would have felt like on that penalty shot. You're like, I don't like this, but I like it. <laughs> if he had scored yeah, when the flames I mean. were up by like that three totally or four, like, would have yeah, been okay, that. Is... That totally yeah, would have been that. I'm not happy about it, but... Do you want to get to some more of these later, too, because there's so many good text messages, Patrick? Yeah, does, I'll put them in the robot. Does Texty want to read them? Yeah, I sure Texty down. All right. Okay. He's got that updated RAM. Oh, yeah. yeah 32 gig. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, we got to, we got to get to one more thing before we get to Nick Kiprios. Um, if there's, I try to give broadcasting advice from a very mediocre broadcaster like myself. For all you kids out there, parents who are kids want to be in media, first of all, don't do it. Don't let them do it. Don't Second let of all, them do it. I don't want to be a dream crusher, but it's a very tough and cruel business. <laughs> but there's one thing you should know in broad. I don't know because based on what I've heard around here. Mm-hmm. Back where I come from, uh, they actually teach us to do the names properly. They actually taught us that in broadcasting school. Mm. Now, um, Tisha Lewis, who is a uh, a news anchor on Fox 5 in Washington, D.C., 
she she pretty much saw some script. She <laughs> saw it in front of the teleprompter and goes, you know what? I'm going to do this sports story, and I don't really care about the names. I am just going to wing it here. Uh, here's an example of maybe just do your homework a little bit because this little piece of audio that was floating around social media yesterday is awesome. Hit it, Alex. <laughs> Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been mm. fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. Mm. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired oh. as Boudreaux's replacement. We don't have Canucks here. <laughs> Rick Tukit. I think Rick Tukit's going to do a great job in Vancouver. <laughs> Canucks, the team. Uh, I, what if I told you she messed up again? No. Later on, really? Something else. You got my Burley on there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And former Washington Capitals coach. Oh no! You know it's the same one. I thought it was the same thing. All right. Okay. You know, it's well, a different thing. But you know what? She's yeah. Bruce Baudreau. How did she say it? Washington Capitals coach Bruce Baudreau. 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 Not bad. has been. Yeah. There's one thing I do know in sports. You have to get the names right. Bodro. Bodro. You Canucks. absolutely have to get the Canucks. names right. Canucks? Yeah, Canucks. I've heard the Canucks before by Americans. Like, the thing is, don't they just call us Canucks anyways? Is kind of like well, a... Isn't that like Tisha a Lewis, not so much. <laughs> She's probably never heard of that. She's definitely never heard of Bruce Bodro. <laughs> or Rick Tukit. Or Rick Tukit. <laughs> never heard of any what of those names. What do you get Tukit out of... T-O-C. Like, yeah, I don't know. The team announced the change Sunday, less <laughs> Sunday? than a week after president of hockey operations, Jim Rutherford, she said that one. major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. <laughs> Rick Tukid was hired. <laughs> I, think, I think Rick Tukid's going to do a great job. <laughs> Nick Kiprios. He's going to solve those Canucks. Uh, Nick Kiprios from Real Kipper Board in Toronto. I will ask him how he thinks Rick Tukid will do <laughs> for the Canucks. How bad was this for Bruce Baudreau? Baudreau, not good. And there's all this talk like, oh, please come to Toronto as an assistant. Why? What comes next for the Canucks? That's yeah. what I want to know. I think Bruce will get another job. If he wants one. If he wants one. I don't know how long his contract was, but just He's still getting it. money from, yeah, still yeah, money from the so. Canucks. So what does he care? He can watch wrestling all he wants because he's a big wrestling <laughs> guy. Yeah, was his boy Daniel Bryan? Yeah. That's his, that's his main pal. There's yeah. that video where My he was My pal Jackie Redman. Yeah, 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 interviewed him. Hooked him up, and yeah. he looked like a kid in a candy shop. He loved it. Incredible. I also saw his uh, first goal floating around on Twitter yesterday. Really? Scored it on Jim Rutherford. No way. Full jump selly by Bruce after, too. Well, that's awesome. Two-footed jump selly. Love to see it. Uh, thanks for all your text messages. Uh, they're awesome, too. Um, we'll get to more, I think, later on in the show. Johnny Goudreau missing that penalty shot is better than blank. Uh, we'll we'll do that, and uh, we'll talk to Kevin Woodley uh, later on on that mess in in Vancouver Ingle Magazine. Yes, sir. And Lou at eight thirty. It's all straight ahead. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet nine sixty. The Fan. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet nine sixty. The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the top of the hour. Kevin Woodley Ingle Magazine. We'll talk about that just disaster in Vancouver. I also want to get like, I want to get like goalie nerd for a second. Not that mm -hmm. I'm a goalie nerd. Yeah. But I want to ask him about how goalies are wearing buckles on their skates now. Yeah. You, you, you've, I think it's very interesting. You've thought about this a few times. Yeah. 
has been brought to air. Spencer Knight's one of those guys who wears buckles on his skates, and apparently, A, they're easier to put on, B, they offer a lot more flexibility. You mean like in comparison to laces, right? Yes. On the actual skate. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Stuff like that interests me. Like my the rollerblades I have, yeah, I've like a twist knob that tightens them up. Sure, it's pretty handy, nice and quick. Why not for I a hockey skate? It. Yeah, sure. As long as you're getting the support that you need, and you know, uh, goalie skate, just inside baseball here. Yeah, not as much as a an ankle support as your normal skate. Right. It's all More good. More flexibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter Labardi is Calgary Flames color analyst on Sportsnet 960, the fan. At 8.30. But right now, um, Stanley Cup champion, former NHLer. He is the host of Real Kipper and Born over on our friends at Sportsnet. Bob Nani, the fan on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. We say good morning to Nick Kiprios. Kipper, how are you, pal? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. Um, Kipper, want to get your uh, thoughts on that whole Daryl Sutter, Jacob Pelchier thing about the comments. And I kind of brought up the example yesterday. It kind of felt Mike Babcockish to me. And here's why. Like, it's a little exhausting. We know you're the smartest guy in the room. Can you please not act like it every single time? I just got Mike Babcock vibes from it. And I thought it was just a little unfair for a kid who's 21 years old who just made his NHL debut. Well, listen, uh, you know, whether you're talking about Babcock or Daryl Sutter, um, there's always, anytime you get a microphone in front of them there's there's a method to their madness and what they want to do or say or accomplish it's just not going out there and uh you know just throwing it up on the wall that there was a purpose behind that for daryl sutter and there was a message being sent and it wasn't a message in my opinion you know from being around the game for a very long time um, there was there was a purpose for Daryl Sutter and his comments towards uh, Pelche, and it wasn't towards the kid. For me, it probably had more to do with the fact that he didn't want him in the lineup, and probably whether it's Brad Tree Living or someone else in the organization wanted him in there. And uh, after the game, he went to go make a point, uh, and it was a point to made to someone else, but not the kid, on why this guy is still far away from. Uh, from being an everyday player for me. So, like I said, there was a there was a reason behind that. There was a message sent to somebody, and Daryl made it abundantly clear in his post-game comments. Uh, I know, Nick, and he said, guys, 21 years old, uh, it's tough to play in the NHL. I get all of that, and the Flames, uh, that was the first time they had a player under 22 playing a game this season, uh, which was the last team in the NHL to do that. But in today's salary cap era, Nick, you, you need your young players, your first, second round, whatever picks they are, to have an impact because you just don't have the room uh, to, to pay all these guys, and you need young impact players for you to have a successful team. Like, I know people call Daryl like an old-school coach, but guy was coach of the year last year. Flames had a terrific season. Like, how, how, how does management bridge that with their head coach that, hey, I know yeah. you have a sp- specific style, but we just can't, pay all these guys because we just don't have the wiggle room. We have to insert some of this new blood into the team to be competitive. Hey, listen, everything you just said makes a a ton of sense. Um, And in most organizations, there's a pecking order that you follow and that goes from, uh, you know, ownership to president of hockey ops to general manager to coach. 
but I'm not sure that pecking order runs the same in Calgary. And once you have a, uh, a struggle of maybe power uh, and uh, uh, that internal conflict kind of arises, uh, then you get uh, egos involved. And I think, again, that's the feeling that I got watching that press conference is that Daryl knows that, uh, uh, you know, he's got a strong voice in that organization, but does it, uh, does it override, you know, Brad tree living? Does it go well beyond that? Who makes the final decision on the lineup? I don't know any of that, but I do know that what you're saying falls true for many organizations i just don't get a sense that that's the case in calgary right now between maybe brad tree living and and uh, daryl sutter because that one was a strange one um watching that played out uh, in that post game on uh on where daryl stands with a 21 year old in his lineup compared to maybe others in the organization nick uh Let's let's talk about yesterday's game as the Blue Jackets return. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau and the Blue Jackets return to Calgary. The Flames end up winning the game in overtime. Just what did you make of the the atmosphere as the the Flames faithful? I don't want to say welcomed, but they welcomed him back with uh, raucous applause. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, it's it's really uh, interesting for me to watch like where the future goes with unrestricted free agents. Um, and we do know that, you know, this one got played out incredibly uh, uh, public um, for Calgary fans, uh, both with Johnny and, and Matthew Kachuk and forever, you know, there'll be people, you know, ticked off at both of them or appreciated uh, them for other reasons, including, being honest, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a scenario that's changed. I think the scope, uh, we're going to look back at, uh, Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau, and we're going to see it as a bit of a, a change, uh, a changing of the guard in terms of where future free agents now that are going a year or two away from maybe unrestricted free agent, how honest they want to be, or will they, will they, pretend everything's hunky-dory. Um, the last one here in Toronto was Johnny Tavares with the Islander fans who are still bitter about him leaving them the impression that he could resign only to, to, to leave. So uh, um, I, I think it's just the start of uh, how, how players reevaluate their, their situations now based on what happened in Calgary. Nick, do do you remember anything from your playing days that would have been similar? Like there was a note from Columbus practice that was quite funny in the sense that I guess at Gaudreau's first touch at practice that day, all of his teammates started to boo him to maybe give him a little bit of a, a, a tease for what he was going to experience in the night game. Have you ever been part of that as a, as a home team or an away team? And, and just could you talk about how it just takes over the entire day when a, a longtime player returns to face a former team? Yeah. Well, listen, it's just, it's just human that nobody wants to be booed, you know, and, and probably in today's day and age, you know, we are more sensitive to, uh, um, you know, to people not uh, liking you or criticizing you or, you know, hiding uh, behind a, a Twitter account or an Instagram or whatever the case is. But I think uh, like the sensitivity level is, is, is gone well beyond uh, what we've been experiencing in the past. And I don't, I, I'm sure 
Johnny Gaudreau is very happy that it's done and over with, and that uh, you know that's one that he can set aside and you know for for future games where he goes back to Calgary, it'll just probably get a little easier and a little easier after that. Um, but yeah, nobody wants to get booed. Nobody. It's it's a horrible feeling, um, you know that. Uh, that, uh, you know, you have to go through. You're a professional athlete. You made a very tough decision that affects a lot of people personally. You know, uh, whether it's Calgary, New York, Toronto, it doesn't really matter. I mean, people support you. They come and watch you. And then to feel like you maybe let them down is not an easy feeling, no matter how much money you make. Um, but it's just all part of being a professional and understanding that, you uh, you know, you're doing things to look after yourself, your family, and they come first, and uh, you live with your decision. Nick Kiprio, Stanley Cup champion, co-host of Real Kipper and Born on Sportsnet 590, The Fan on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Kipper, i got to ask you, because clearly there must have been money on the board last night for Johnny Goudreau, although the Jackets are dead last in the NHL, and it was an uphill battle the whole night. But uh, when you played in the league, um, and you were a guy that you know you, you weren't you weren't a frontline player. I'm not I'm not disparaging you. You had an incredible junior career, but you were a guy playing in the bottom six. Um, do you have a story for us about money on the board and how badly you wanted that? Like how much money was was on the board? You played for the Rangers. Wow. You played with some high like Let's, Messier was like like what what was money on the board like for you when you right, played in the show? Right. Just, just keep it all relative, okay? So my, okay, my hundred dollars on the board would be equivalent to the ten thousand maybe Johnny had last <laughs> night on the board. Okay, okay. So, I, I, I think it's great. I think there's always uh, a feeling that uh, you know when, when you're against your old team, whether or not you've been traded or you left as a free agent, whatever the case is, um, there's always uh, th- that great. Uh, that great thing of, of being enticed to, uh, to beat your old team. And, you know, unfortunately for Johnny comes on, he comes back to Calgary with one of the worst teams in the league. And I mean, give Columbus a lot of credit. They stepped up in a scenario where they probably didn't even think he'd be available, you know, right off the bat towards them. But, you know, Columbus is a mess. And, and and Johnny's yeah. not going to be able to dig him out of this uh, by himself. So, uh, you know, whether or not he had, uh, you know, $100 like me on the, the table or, or, or 10000 um, you know, in all likelihood, he wasn't going to have to spend it because they are a, a very poor team right now. And it's going to take a lot more than Johnny Hockey to dig him out of the, the mess in Columbus. It's been fascinating to watch how things have just not gone well there. They've had a ton of injuries as well, which uh, never an easy climb when that's the case. Uh, I did want to ask you about the Toronto Maple Leafs as well, watching them beat the New York Islanders yesterday. Four points for William Nylander, and we were kind of mentioning it off the top of the show, just pondering what number is that next contract going to start with for William Nylander after he potted his 25th and 26th goals of the season and is on pace to be just under 100 points this year? Yeah, I'd be shocked if it's under $10 million. Wow. So, again, two years from now, we know the cap's going to go up, but it's not going to go up to the point where I think you could afford Nylander, Tavares, Marner, and Matthews eating up half the salary cap, even if it is at 90 million bucks. 
So saying that, they're going to have to make some hard decisions, but there's no question that he's taking his game to another level, and uh, he should be uh, uh, regarded as one of the better uh, wingers in the National Hockey League. And we know that Panarin sits at the top, uh, if I'm not mistaken, over uh, $11 million. And Pasternak's coming, and there's a sense that he's going to want to be better paid than Panarin. And then Nylander can say, okay, well, I, I'm not going to get paid as much as those guys, but I'm not that far off. Mm-hmm. And the cap's going up, and there's new money involved in the system, and uh, I'm going to want to participate in that. And uh, I think Calgary Flame fans uh, remember his dad. I played with his dad. There's not too many contracts that his dad left money on the table there. And I suppose it will run in the family. <laughs> uh, Nick, who do you think's more likely to test unrestricted free agency, Nylander or Matthews? Well, the Leafs are going to try to find a way to kind of keep them both. Uh, but I just don't know how they're going to do it. And, uh, you know, it's still a, a ways away from them being unrestricted free agents. The only question is, is how much of a scare will Leaf fans have if both these guys aren't signed as early as July 1st when they're first eligible uh, for extensions. And then after that, it's uh, it's a game of chicken in terms of how far you want to go in the off season if they're not signed before you feel like I better get something for them if I get the sense that they're, they, they both may leave. So, I mean, this, this played out. I mean, all they have to do is go revisit uh, the Calgary situation and, uh, and, and, and hope that you're not in a position that Brad Tree Living was in last season because it, it did work out. And despite, you know, Jonathan Huberto's uh, lack of uh, production this year, mm-hmm. it did work out where you were able to at least bring back the fans something that they could be excited about i don't know if there's if there's other scenarios like the one uh calgary just uh had for other teams so uh it's it's not quite there yet uh you know fans are enjoying the season they've got a top team here in toronto that uh they hope that uh can challenge tampa bay and boston when it counts this time they're not focused on that right now but it will sneak up on them very quickly, and uh, and then they'll there should be a lot of nervous people in Toronto <laughs> as this thing starts to unfold. Uh, Nick, there, there's a couple of general managers in this in this in this country who don't have a contract heading into next year. One is Kyle Dubas, one is Brad Tree Living. Are both of those long term deals just based on their seasons for this year? Because I'd imagine if if the Leafs get knocked out in the first round. I'm not sure Kyle Dubas survives that. And quite honestly, Nick, I'm a little surprised Brad Tree Living hasn't gotten a contract extension. Yeah, it just seems that it's, it's, uh, it, it used to be a given that uh, coaches or general managers who uh, you know, aren't, aren't fired going into their last year will automatically get at a minimal an extra year extension. But uh, it, it seems like those days are gone now and, Owners have no problems uh, having coaches and general managers play out their final year. And we just saw that with Bruce Boudreaux, who would have loved an extension in the summer, um, but was just told to come and finish out his contract. 
I don't know if it's moving forward in that direction or is it going to be in the final, what have you done for me lately? And if you win, you're in. And if you lose, you're out. But it seems, again, like that's where it's heading for for, for a few people, including the ones that you just mentioned. Here in Toronto, Kyle Dubas wants an extension. And he's got a, a, a top team right now and things seem to be trending in the right direction. But there's a sense that it doesn't matter. Finishing third overall, second overall, win a president's trophy. But if you don't get past that first round, uh, people yeah. will be uh, oh boy, shocked, shocked to see Kyle Dubas back next year. And especially uh, staring a, a matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning in the face again in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Great playoff format we got in the NHL here, Nick. Uh, two of the top five teams <laughs> in the league play each other in the yeah. first round. Makes a ton of sense. Makes a ton of sense. Um, can I just share a quick idea with you that uh, I heard over drinks on Saturday night? Okay, but I got to remember that you heard it over drinks. Yeah, that's fine, but that's why it's super yeah. fun. Okay, what oh, if the okay. NHL Sorry. did this? The teams from 1 to 16 that make the Stanley Cup playoffs, the first eight teams get to choose their opponent. And you have like a big televised event. How electric would that be, Nick? Yes. Yes, and you're not wrong. You're in be the awesome. You're you're in the scope of of garnering attention and making it fun and all of that. I get all of that until you get owners looking at the bottom line and they don't like the bottom line. They they don't like to look at the bottom line and see money lost. You're losing money for the owners doing that. And they don't like that. They okay. like to see uh, these rivalries with minimal travel, uh, no jet fuel involved. That's uh, all they care about is fake what we, playoff what, races what, with three points. What format saves me money? And uh, I'm with you. I, I'd love to see something like that. And I think the fans would love to see yeah. something like that. Um, but this day and age is all about, uh, you know, minimal costs. And that's, that's, that's the bottom line. So uh, all we can do is keep drinking and hoping like you did. That's true. Um, Nick Kiprios, co-host of Real Kipper and Born on Sportsnet, 590 The Fan, Stanley Cup champion. Kipper, always great to catch up. Thanks for this, pal. Oh, anytime, guys. Enjoy. Uh, there was Nick Kiprios brought to you by Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar using the same secret recipe since 1975. Dining at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Takeout or delivery. At 403-248-3344. Uh, breaking news from the Canadian Football League here. Breaking news from Sportsnet 960, the fan. Whoa. Well, this is a big deal. It is. According to reports, the Hamilton Tiger Cats have reached a deal with pending free agent quarterback Bo Levi Mitchell on a three-year deal. Off to the hammer, Matty Rose. Looks like it. Honestly, I got to say I'm surprised. Three-year deal. Awesome for Bo. Uh, get a little bit of, uh, you know, to be blunt, probably needed to extend the years a little bit to get him to stay because I know he was a little bit lukewarm on wanting to test free agency. But, uh, hey, here we are. He's going to be in Hamilton. Honestly, it's the one team that I certainly didn't want him to be on because Hamilton and the Stampeders don't play at all in the upcoming 2023 season, and I think that's blasphemous that, Bo is not going to play the Stampeders in his first season away from Calgary. Can you just explain? Unless they meet no, in the Great Cup. To... No, I'm not going to because oh, it doesn't make any sense. How a nine-team league, two teams won't play each other in the year? I 
<laughs> yeah, like, like Winnipeg didn't play Ottawa the first year know, back dude. when Paul Lapolis was their head coach, and Paul Lapolis couldn't return back to Winnipeg. It's stupid. I, can I, I just, love can the I just CFL say I love the... when Paul Lapolis was the head coach of the Bombers because they were the the Lapolis Bomb Squad. Anyway, go <laughs> ahead. I love the players. I love the coaches. I love the individuals in this league. But sometimes there's things that you look at and you go, "That's just not it. That's just not it." Some they just sometimes they just put a little bit too much egg on their face. But this is cool for Bolivar Mitchell. Um, I'm intrigued to see what happens. Like. Free agency opens up on February the 14th. The Stampeders have done a couple of little moves, but the big thing is going to be uh, who ends up catching balls for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Should we should we endeavor to grab a CFL guest tomorrow on this? I could try and get Bo. Yeah, let's get him on. I'll shoot him a text. Okay. See is he going to be do. rude to you? Might be. Okay. No, we got a good relationship. All right. He just likes to chirp me. But that's a good thing, right? Yeah, so that means, yeah, send him a text. See if he wants to jump on tomorrow. I'm sure he'll be super busy. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Bo Levi Mitchell on his way to the Hammer, signing a three-year deal with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. God, you're ugly. <laughs> yeah, that, so rude. Um, got a text, too. Yeah, um, he's, got, he's got a big ass. Um, I that, think it, that, that wasn't about me. That wasn't about Well, no. I was going to say it's juicy. There's no. a difference. Pardon? Um, we on the way, baby. I heard. Never uh, give up. Got a real quick text here before uh, we move on. Uh, OMFG Toronto George. The playoff format is fine. Stop trying to change something that ninety percent of the fans like. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's true at all. I don't think anybody likes the no. playoff format. No, 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 no. Like it, it's stupid that, like you said, with that Toronto and Tampa Bay have to play each other in the first round. That makes no damn sense. Yeah, especially when they're two top five teams in the league. It's just dumb. Yeah, it, at, at the time of its, it felt like a good idea. Yeah, but the way it's actually transpired, it's not. Should be the old. You know what was wrong with the old one eight two seven? Not a, you know three six four five. It's a good system. Great conference system worked. But real quick, too, how electric would it be if the president's trophy winners gets to choose their first-round opponent out of the other 15 playoff teams? That would be electric television. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. Then they just get absolutely raked through the coals if they lose. But but that's even better. Yeah. like it's just the best. The entertainment would be great. Let's say they don't even take the last-place team. Maybe they, they have a team that they got their number, and they take, like, you know, the 10th team. They're like, oh, yeah, we beat them all three times this season handily. We want them in the first round. That would be awesome. You just get to pick and choose, like, a, a bottom a three lottery. team outside? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. The top eight teams pick, so the eighth team would get the team that's left over. Hmm. Okay. But the NHL's not that's, as... That's very they're not, unique. They're not that progressive to no. do something as fun that way. Well, I don't know if that's... Who would complain about that? I don't know if a lot of people go, oh, man, the NHL, there's one thing they are. Yeah, progressive. progressive. No, but I mean, like, but who would complain and who wouldn't be glued to the television for that? The week when the regular season's done and they have the playoff show, who's playing who? Like a selection show, but like 10 times awesomer. You could slap it together with the draft lottery. That way yeah. the lottery doesn't have to be its own show because, boy, does that program drag? Drag. Yeah. Hoof. Uh, my my favorite draft lottery moment of all time was Connor McDavid's face when he found out he was going to Edmonton. Just you can't hide that truth. I liked when Shane Wright finally got selected at the last draft and stared down the Montreal table. Yeah, that was fun. Apparently, there's uh, talk that uh, what 
the Canucks could get the Canucks. Uh, the Canucks could get uh, Shane Wright, Shane Wright and Bo Horvat trade. They should do that. Like who yesterday. said that? There's a rumor floating That's around. A, there's a rumor? on social media. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I gotta grab the audio for Lick It Up. We should do it. It's Just, it, hey, if there's ever a time the rumors start to yeah fly trade around. Trade deadline. We're getting there. Uh, Kevin Woodley, straight ahead. Ingle Magazine. Lou at eight thirty. Still your text messages uh, from uh, last night. Johnny Goudreau missing that penalty shot was better than blank. One more hour to go of our portion of Big Show. Then Patrick and Alex take over at 9. Sports at 960 The Fan.